हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर सिक्स जुडिशियरी मेनी टाइम्स कोर्ट्स आर सीन ओनली एज आर्बिटेटर्स इन डिस्प्यूट्स बिटवीन इंडिविजुअल्स और प्राइवेट पार्टीज बट जुडिशरी परफॉर्म्स सम पॉलिटिकल फंक्शंस आल्सो जुडिशरी इज एन important organ of the government the supreme court of india is in fact one of the very powerful courts in the world right from 1950 the judiciary has played an important role in interpreting and in protecting the constitution in this chapter you will study the role and importance of the judiciary in the chapter on fundamental rights you have already read that the judiciary is very important for protecting our rights after studying this chapter you would be able to understand the meaning of independence of judiciary the role of indian judiciary in protecting our rights the role of the judiciary in interpreting the constitution and the relationship between the judiciary and the parliament of india now let us discuss why do we need an independent judiciary in any society disputes are bound to arise between individuals between groups and between individuals or groups and government all such disputes must be settled by an independent body in accordance with the principle of rule of law this idea of rule of law implies that all individuals rich and poor men and women forward or backward castes are subjected to the same law the principal role of the judiciary is to protect rule of law and ensure supremacy of law it safeguards rights of the individual settles disputes in accordance with the law and ensures that democracy does not give way to individual or group dictatorship in order to be able to do the all this it is necessary that the judiciary is independent of any political pressures what is meant by an independent judiciary how is this independence ensured now let us discuss independence of judiciary simply stated independence of judiciary means that the other organs of government like the executive and legislature must not restrain the functioning of the judiciary in such a way that it is unable to do justice the other organs of the government should not interfere the decision of the judiciary judges must be able to perform their functions without fear or favor independence of the judiciary does not imply arbitrariness or absence of 
accountability. Judiciary is a part of the democratic political structure of the country. It is therefore accountable to the constitution, to the democratic traditions and to the people of the country. How can independence of judiciary be provided and protected? The Indian constitution has ensured the independence of the judiciary through a number of measures. The legislature is not involved in the process of appointment of judges. Thus, it was believed that party politics would not play a role in the process of appointments. In order to be appointed as a judge, a person must have experience as a lawyer and must be well versed in law. Political opinions of the person or his or her political loyalty should not be the criteria for appointments to the judiciary. The judges have a fixed tenure. They hold office till reaching the age of retirement. Only in exceptional cases judges may be removed, but otherwise they have security of tenure. Security of tenure ensures that judges could function without fear or favor. The constitution prescribes a very difficult procedure for removal of judges. The constitution makers believed that a difficult procedure of removal would provide security of office to the members of judiciary. The judiciary is not financially dependent on either the executive or legislature. The constitution provides that the salaries and allowances of justice are not subjected to the approval of the legislature. The actions and decisions of the judges are immune from personal criticisms. The judiciary has the power to penalize those who are found guilty of contempt of court. This authority of the court is seen as an effective protection to the judges from unfair criticism. Parliament cannot discuss the conduct of the judges except when the proceeding to remove a judge is being carried out. This gives the judiciary independence to adjudicate without fear of being criticized. Now let us discuss appointment of judges. The appointment of judges has never been free from political controversy. It is part of the political process. It makes a difference who serves in the Supreme Court and High Court, a difference in how the constitution is interpreted. The political philosophy of the judges, their views about active and assertive judiciary or controlled and committed judiciary have an impact on the fate of the legislations enacted. Council of Ministers, Governors and Chief Ministers and Chief Justice of India all influence the process of judicial appointment. 
as far as the appointment of the Chief Justice of India is concerned. Over the years, a convention had developed whereby the senior most judge of the Supreme Court was appointed as the Chief Justice of India. This convention was, however, broken twice. In 1973, A. N. Ray was appointed as CJI, superseding the three senior judges. Again, Justice M. H. Beg was appointed, superseding Justice H. R. Khanna. The other judges of the Supreme Court and the High Court are appointed by the President after consultation with the CJI. This in effect meant that the final decisions in the matters of appointment rested with the Council of Ministers. What then was status of the consultation with Chief Justice? This matter came up before the Supreme Court again and again between 1982 and 1998. Initially, the court felt that the role of the Chief Justice was purely consultative. Then it took the view that the opinion of the Chief Justice must be followed by the President. Finally, the Supreme Court has come up with a novel procedure. It has suggested that the Chief Justice should recommend names of persons to be appointed in consultation with the four senior most judges of the court. Thus, the Supreme Court has established the principle of collegiality in making recommendations for appointments. At the moment, therefore, in matters of appointment, the decision of the group of senior judges of the Supreme Court carries greater weight. Thus, in matters of appointment to the judiciary, the Supreme Court and the Council of Ministers play an important role. Now, let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.